Welcome to Questions About Heaven, a podcast about giving Bible answers to our questions about the afterlife with God. Each week we seek to answer real-life questions with biblical answers about the life beyond this world. Now, here's your host, Brad Zockel. Good day to you. This is Brad Zockel. Welcome to the podcast. I'm really glad you came along. We're going back to Revelation chapter 22, last chapter of the last book of the Bible. And this is an amazing, amazing chapter that leaves us in anticipation. There are 1,189 chapters in the Bible. And on this very last one, the 1,189th, we get this itchiness. We get this kind of imbalance in us. Lord, can it just wrap up? Can we go now? Can we pull this all together? And the Lord says, oh no, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's some work that you have to do, and I want to see your loyalty and your faithfulness to me. And then he leaves it at that. And so we say, yes, Lord, we are looking for that. And we look at the last part, as it says in verse 20 of Revelation 22, surely I am coming suddenly. That word quickly means suddenly. And then it says, even so, come, Lord Jesus. You know, when we go to 1 Corinthians chapter 16, we see something very interesting whenever we're looking there in verse 22. I want to take you as we just looked at that. And when we go to this, I'm going to turn there because the Corinthian church is being instructed by Paul, and they were being chastised for the things that they had been doing because they got caught up in the world. And I guess you'd say this. Uh, years back, there was a phrase used that said, some people are so heavenly minded that they're no earthly good. And I've never really agreed with that. I think we have a problem if people aren't heavenly minded enough. You see the example in 1 Corinthians chapter 16. They got caught up in the world. I'm sorry, in the whole book of 1 Corinthians. But now we go to chapter 16, and uh, the Lord is taken up. Everybody brought them under the instruction of the Lord, their understanding, and then he uses a real powerful phrase here, one word, which is very strange because this is a Greek language, and he's talking to a Greek church, and he uses this word, which is not Greek, maranatha, maranatha. What in the world? It says in the very end, 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 22, Maranatha. You know what that means? Come, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, we look for you. You come. Now, the question is, why would you just drop this right in the middle of a Greek congregation, uh, a word that has really nothing to do with the original language? It's because this must have been a, a key phrase. I attended a church over here in East Tennessee, and they greeted each other as they walked into the adult Bible study class and they would say, our Lord comes, and the rest of the crowd would say, our Lord comes indeed. He is coming indeed. And there was a term of Maranatha being used. I worked as a teenager at our Christian radio station that was known as Maranatha, and of course there is a Bible college out in the Midwest called Maranatha. So this word is used in the Christian community, and what's it saying? We look forward to Jesus coming back. The key phrase that I want you to see is found today in Revelation chapter 22, and I want you to see this phrase, and this is what we'll just really center on today. And it says, Behold, 
Now, some translations say look, but I just think in American English, it's not strong enough. So I'm going to stick with the old word behold, because we get more majesty and more attention. Behold. In other words, pay attention. I come quickly. I come quickly. Revelation chapter 22 and verse 7 uses a distinct word there in the Greek that is important for us to understand as Christians today. The word is takos, takos, quickly takos. Do you have a tachometer on the dashboard of your car telling you the RPMs, the speed of the engine? Speedometer tells you the speed of the car, the whole vehicle. But the RPMs are really telling you the speed of the engine in a sense. And that is what this word means, speed. It means I'm coming quickly. I'm coming very quickly. Now you're seeing this. And here's a funny thing. It was repeated, or it was given earlier in verse 6. It says, these things are faithful and true. And the Lord God, the Lord himself of the holy prophets of the past, sent his angel to show his servants the things which shortly must be done. It's the same word, takos. And then you see it, behold, I come, takos, I'm coming speedily. Isn't it interesting? This opened up the entire book of Revelation. Revelation chapter 1 and verse 1, when we go back, there is a warning not to uh, avoid or a warning not to ignore these words. John, to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace unto you and peace. Why is he telling them peace? He says, you'll receive peace. If you look back, that was in verse 4, the revelation of Jesus Christ, he says, which God gave him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass, which will come suddenly. You know, I think maybe one of the main difficulties for the Christian world today is that we do not live in anticipation of Jesus Christ coming back. And you see this all over. I mean, you know, we're happy with the fact, you know, uh, Psalm 103, verse 12, he separated our sins as far as the east is from the west. And we know in coming to the Lord, uh, 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And then we also look forward to the one day where there, Revelation 21, 4, there will be no death, no sorrow. But I tend to think we forget here on earth right now that Christ could come back at any time. And people were saying, well, you know, he'll come back when all of the prophecies are fulfilled. Well, what prophecies are you talking about? In the great harpazo, what the early church called the rapture of 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, all prophecies have been completed. And we see this all through the Bible, that there were those who looked for this and anticipated this. 1 Thessalonians chapter 1 and verse 9, we wait for the sun from heaven. It says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 and verse 15, we who are alive and remain shall go to be with the Lord. And they were saying, we, we look, because this could happen to us. That's what Paul's saying. He really thought that Christ would come in his lifetime. We all live in the anticipation of that. And of course, we know Matthew 24 and 25, the Lord says, no man knows the time. We live in anticipation. Philippians chapter 3 and verse 20, we eagerly await for the coming of the Savior. That phrase, 1 Corinthians 16, verse 22, Maranatha, is an untranslated word in the Aramaic, come, Lord, we're looking for you to come. And when we see that, that's the way we are to live. Now, some people took advantage of that in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3 and verse 10. 
there were people that actually said, well, if Jesus is coming back, why work? I'll just live off of your food. And then there had to be an instruction. Now, you are to occupy till I come. You're to be serving me, and you're to be living for me, and then they're reaching out to everybody so we can all go together, as many as possible. And so it's not a call for laziness. But on the other hand, we see that the proper people of the church live in that way. I mean, why would I want to get involved in theft or pornography or graft or corruption or pride knowing that that door of Jesus uh, coming back could happen at any time? Why would I insist on having my own way when Jesus is coming back? Listen, my friends, I think this is a powerful thing. It says here, these things are faithful and true. We see all of that, uh, that uh, Revelation chapter 22 and verse 16 tells you, this is true, the angel has testified. This is not made up. You are not dreaming, Paul, uh, John. You are hearing the truth. These things are true. Verse 18, and no one has the right to tamper with this revelation. Verse 6, God himself gave this. The God of the prophets is now telling you this. And so let us be happy in taking, looking at this. But let us all be prepared as well. Thank you so much. Let's talk about some more in Revelation, but let's be in anticipation of Christ's coming. Thanks for joining us this week on Questions About Heaven with Brad Zockel of the Zulon International Bible Institute. Be sure to visit our website, zulon.org, to learn more about our Bible ministry. That's X-U-L-O-N.org. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. And keep an eye out for our upcoming ebook, Questions About Heaven. Thanks, God bless you, and have a great day.